Jarvis, you there? At your service, sir. Gauge heads up display. Check. Report all preferences from home interface. We'll do so. The Soloist Podcast. Welcome. I'm your gracious host, Solomon Jones, aka Solo TV84, aka Jones, aka your favorite YouTuber's favorite YouTuber. Yes, sir. Now I wanted to talk about. You know, we always talk about men that are unemotionally available, right? Well, society does anyway. When I say society, I'm talking about the media and powers that be. But on the flip side, it's very seldom talked about regarding women that are unemotionally available. And I've noticed this um, the last few years becoming very becoming more prevalent however um this has become even more obvious to me during this whole covid situation you have a lot of people out here that um are emotionally unavailable and um i'm gonna give you guys some signs as to how to see that you know what i mean that you're dealing with an emotionally unavailable person you know what i'm saying so let's let's get straight into it now number five that you're dealing with an emotionally unavailable person is somebody who um and i'm talking about women right but somebody with unresolved issues regarding their ex-boyfriend or ex-husband, or friends with benefits situation. And what will happen is is that when you start to get into a relationship with a person who's emotionally unavailable, they will start to project a lot of their insecurities, a lot of issues that happen in prior relationships onto the present relationship, the relationship that you're having with that person. So let me give you guys a real-life example, and I've mentioned this before. So the last girl I dated, right, the last girl that I dated that I claimed, you know what I'm saying, was back in 2020. And, you know, everything kind of happened fast because of COVID. You know, now all of a sudden, you know, when you hang out with the person, it's not just for a couple hours now, a person is is basically hanging with you for the whole weekend because they ain't shit to do besides work and, you know, maybe go around the park or something. But what, what would happen is, is that me and my ex would get into fights and then all of a sudden it would be like, well, that's something he used to do and try to equate what her ex-boyfriend would do onto the present situation when really that has nothing to do with me. I understand the 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 need to be cautious or, or wanting to be cautious that you don't get caught up in a situation again as prior. However, the projection happens when you see when somebody who's emotionally unavailable sees some uh yellow flags or red flags and all of a sudden they equate it with the acts now in certain situations let, let me be clear there there you know there should be like a okay hold on what's going on right now however when you first get to know somebody this is why communication is so important 
And see, I come from a, from a different angle, right? See, a lot of people say, oh, well, communication, that's soft, that's some beta man shit, blah, blah, blah. No, communication is essentially what is going to keep a lot of the relationships healthy. See, when you're dealing with somebody who, um, and we'll get more into that in a moment, but when you're dealing with somebody who's emotionally unavailable, the communication just doesn't tend to be there, right? So they have unresolved issues regarding access, and they like to project those issues onto you. You know what I mean? The past, especially the past, with access, and, um, you know, so what happens is, is that you're dealing with somebody who still is not over their prior situation, and that's very unfair to you. As a man, let me just say that if you're dealing with a woman and she's still not over her ex, that's that's super duper unfair to you because now you're paying for it and you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. I truly believe that if you're not ready to get into a relationship because you still hung up over an ex-boyfriend or husband or FWB, then you should not be in a relationship, period. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just very that's just very important. Um, number four, which I spoke about a little bit on number five, but they're unwilling to communicate in a healthy manner. They're not able to um, be vulnerable. It shouldn't be difficult for a woman to be vulnerable. I mean, I understand why it is. If a, you've been shitted on by multiple men, then you know you may be unsure of yourself. You know what I'm saying? But the the reality is is that if you are dealing with an emotionally unavailable person, they tend to have difficulty opening up. They tend to have difficulty communicating. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they do that because they're trying to keep their emotions from affecting the relationship or the situation. Right? And, and these people tend to, um, you know, sometimes what, what happens is, is is that when you're dealing with somebody is that they think that they're, you know, they're doing what they, they're doing to be emotionally available, but they're not. And it's very obvious. You know what I mean? It's very obvious because of the fact that they, it's, it's kind of like when you, you're dealing with them. They're in a fog. They're in a fog. And and some of these people, they, they don't even realize how bad it is. Because of the fact is that when it comes time to be emotionally available and talk about things that are important that allow you to connect with the person, they avoid topics like that. They don't want to talk about it. Why? Because if they talk about topics in regards to, you know, even topics like their dreams, topics like what they desire out of life, topics of what make them happy. Like certain topics they'll try to avoid, you know, because of the fact that they just don't want to bring up those emotions. Another thing is with emotionally unavailable people is, is that, you know, they're not engaging in their body language. Um, 
they they seldom re- re- reply text back, right? And I'll talk more about that here in a moment. Okay, so number three, and by the way, the clicking you hear is I have a list, <laughs> okay? Like I've actually got these writ- written down. I've got a list, okay? All right, another number three, emotionally unavailable people tend to um, always be the victim, right? They lack empathy towards others. But when it's their situation, then all of a sudden, oh, but poor me and, and, and life did this and Sean did that and Linda did this and, and my job did this. They, they're always the victim. Every story. They're always the fucking victim, right? It's always me, 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 me. I hate people like that. I, I really do. Because at the end of the day, people like that to me are soft. And when I when I say soft, it's kind of like in life, there's certain things that we allow happen to us. And then there's certain things that just fucking happen. And it's unfortunate. But the reality is this. Are you going to let it define you or are you going to raise above it and transcend it and 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 utilize that hurt utilize that disappointment or the obstacle that you face to propel you to success this is a concept i talk about a lot right and i understand there's certain things that happen to us when we're younger or or when we don't know any better that are fucked up let's be honest however there's certain people they just can't you know, it's always about them, them, them. But when it's time to, um, you know, be empathetic to somebody else, they could give a shit less. They could care less. You know, they're just not good at it. And and so those people are very uh, obvious. Uh, number two. Number two, this is where communication is very important. Um, they have had traumatic experiences how many times have you met a girl and she said she's been raped how many how many times have you met a girl and she said her her ex-boyfriend cheated on her you know with these girls and and typically what happens i've noticed is, is like they will drop like some really heavy shit super duper early on in the relationship and I'm not saying like you shouldn't tell somebody your traumatic experiences, but it's kind of like the way they do it. It's almost like a shit test. Like they're testing to see if you you'll deal with that or not, because they know that they've there's certain men who they've probably dealt with in the past that are like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. This is too much, you know. And then all of a sudden, the whole narrative then becomes build around her trauma of dealing with a boyfriend who was a chronic cheater, allegedly, or her being raped and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, this is why therapy is important, right? This is one, because here's the thing. I mean, yeah, as, as a boyfriend or or if you're trying to, you know, be her, her man or what, whatever the situation, like, yeah, you want your partner to be able to come to you but let's be real. Most of us aren't licensed therapists or psychologists. Certain things, shorty, you need to see a doctor about. You feel me? Um, 
also these people will belittle you or mock you at a serious topic and gaslight you i've had that happen too where i was saying something very personal to you know my ex-girlfriend one night and then she just started laughing at me she did the same thing that feminists accuse men of doing gaslighting right women do it too (laughs) women do it too right and when she did that, she realized she fucked up right away. And she's like, oh, shit, I fucked up. And I told her after she did it, I was like, this is why men don't open up to women. Because when we do, we get the same type of scrutiny that, you know, society gives men. That sometimes other men give men. And that women definitely give men. Oh, you're mansplaining. No, I'm not mansplaining. I'm just telling you what it what it was because you weren't there. So I got to tell you the situation. But a lot of women like to talk about toxic masculinity when they engage in the same toxic behavior that they complain about. So doesn't that make it toxic femininity? Emotionally unavailable women um, can be mentally draining. Because it's like you, you realize you're dealing with somebody who... They may be self-aware, but they're not self-aware enough to realize that they're emotionally unavailable. And in a way, they're damaged. And some people need healing. They do. And I'm not I'm not saying that in a, in a sarcastic way, but there's some women that need healing. They've been doing too much. They've gone through too much. Ain't no sim shit. I'm just being honest. There are a lot of emotionally unavailable women out here. And they don't even realize they're emotionally unavailable. Which brings me to point number one. And yeah, like I said, man, this is a fast John right here. But number one is kind of like fear of intimacy or unable to connect in an intimate way. So one thing I realized, I was dealing with an emotionally unavailable woman recently. And we were watching... Out of all movies, Harry Potter. <laughs> hey, nigga, listen, man. I'm going to keep it 100. You already know. Yeah, it was a snow bunny. But it was just weird because we were lying on our couch. And, you know, I'm trying to, like, you know, grab her hand and rub on her hand a little bit. You know, give her a little bit of that affection. You know, trying to, you know, set it off, set it up so I can set it off. You feel me? Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you start off with the hand first. Then, you know, you start rubbing on a thigh a little bit. You know, rubbing them cakes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, fellas. You know, you're just trying to... But you you, you don't want to be like, ha, ha, ha. You know, you got to be smooth with the shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta get... You know, you got to work. Listen, you got to work it up. You got to work it in. You got to work it up and you got to work it in. But the chick was just weird, in, in that sense, because she was not affectionate at all. And, you know, she, I mean, even when I was trying to flirt with her, and flirting is one of the things that I I, um, I love doing with, with a woman, right? But even when I was trying to flirt with her sexually, she would always kind of like curve it. And I knew she was feeling me. I mean, she would always text me and blah, blah, when we were going to hang out. But I noticed right away, it's kind of like, mm, 
you know, because even if the flirta- flirting isn't sex, I mean, I'm, and, I'm, and when I say sexual, I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, I want to do this and that, this and that. But there's got to be a little bit of a banter that creates a little bit of, you know, create a little bit of a mystery sexually. You know, that's just just being honest. But with her, it was like kind of like she would always try to sidestep that. Or even in person, and then I, I then then I realized, you know what, shorty, like eh, I'm not feeling it. And on top of that, at that point, I started talking to another uh, woman or two, and they were definitely very receptive towards my flirting. But what I'm saying is, here's when you're dealing with somebody who's emotionally unavailable, it can be very difficult because. See, there's this whole notion that it's just men that are emotionally unavailable. But you have a lot of women who are emotionally unavailable because they've gone through bad relationships. They've some some of these women have been ran through. Some of these women got traumatic experiences where they some of them just don't have a chance to begin with, unfortunately. Um and and so when you when you're dealing with these type of women who've been in these type of bad relationships and, you know, these women are very selfish and they don't even recognize it because it's kind of like emotionally they've shut down to the point that they're not aware of it. Then you realize that that's the reason why they, they're not able to ascend to another level in relationships because emotionally they're, they're just, they've been, you know, they're just, they're just like empty. They're just dead, you know? And and so I noticed that a lot. I've been seeing that a lot during COVID, um, especially just emotionally unavailable women. And these women, you know, one thing I've noticed is these women, I'm not saying they all have something in common, but these women all tend to be very successful in my experiences, that are very emotionally unavailable. They tend to be very successful, have good jobs, make good money. You know what I'm saying? Um, They tend to have a good social life, travel. But when it comes to having a man, they, they don't know how to keep one for shit. You know, that's just being true. Now, on the flip side, we can talk about empath women, right? We can talk about those as well, but that's another topic. But I think that if you're dealing with an unemotional, emotionally unavailable woman, partner, the best thing for you to do is is recognize that those people are literally not available. They're not, literally. Because what happens is, is that these people will be, when you try to call them out, on their emotional unavailability, they'll be defensive. Um, they don't even seem like they want to be there sometimes. Like I said, with the girl when we were watching Harry Potter, it's like, bitch, this was your idea. You know what I'm saying? You want to do a marathon. Like I was like, cool, I'm with the shits. Um, they're very selfish. They They tend to keep things surface level. And, and with women like that, the only time they seem to show emotion. Oh, shit.
The only time they seem to show emotion is when you dig their guts out. When you're pounding it from the back. That's the only time they seem to be emotionally available. And sadly, that's a lot of modern women nowadays, which is scary shit. The only time these women seem to be emotionally available is when you're pounding them out. Anyway, let me know what you guys think. Soloist Podcast. It's your boy Jones. You know what I'm saying? More to come, and I'm out. Peace.